Hello and welcome back to my channel. My name is Laurentia Udife and this is Bantut Laurentia. For today's episode, I want to talk about the priorities of our African parents who are living in diaspora. This topic started on social media when a man posted a video of himself <laughs> being chased out of the house by his Caribbean wife. He was complaining bitterly that um, in diaspora, women have the power Women are the ones that chase men out of the house. But in Nigeria, it is the man that chased the woman out of the house. He said they built the house together and now she is just throwing him out of the house with just a few suitcases. So, and he was talking about that he's going to tell his story that um, the wife is this, the wife is that. So people started having this conversation. Somebody said, listen, he knows the family. One of the reasons why the wife is fed up of him is because he has kids in the UK. He is leaving the upkeep of the children to the UK government. So she is saying, listen, we have this money. Um, instead of you building houses in Nigeria, instead of you paying all the school fees of your community people while you're leaving your children to take loans to go to school why don't we just put something together that we're going to use to pay their school fees and he was like why why are we stressing ourselves paying their school fees when the government when they can get student loan to go to school so she said why do our kids need to get student loan they are graduating with over fifty thousand pounds of loans while the people in Nigeria, you're just paying off their school fees, they are graduating, starting life with zero loans, while your children are saddled with over 50,000 pounds loan. That's why do you want to do that to your children? Instead of those houses you're building in Nigeria, instead of the investment you're building in Nigeria, why don't you invest in your children? According to this person, the man said, that the best investment he could give them was, you know, having them <laughs> in the UK. So that is, they are set for life. You know, he doesn't need to do anything for them. They can take the student loan, go to school, get a good job and start up their life. So this was the issue that they were having. When all these conversations was going on, a lady came out and said, listen, I have a dad and a mom who are both in the medical field. They were earning good money. They, what they focused on was more importantly building in Nigeria. They were buying houses. They were buying land. They were doing all those things. And when it was time for us to go to school, they asked us to not only get student loan, but to get maintenance fee. So at the end of the day, we have all, they were not even willing to support us uh, financially. But these are the same people that um, were paying everybody's school fees in Nigeria. They were paying everybody's uh, 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 accommodation fees, you know, helping out everybody. But their kids in the UK are left in the mercy of the government. This lady said this is why she didn't go to school because she thought about how she's going to get into all these debts before she, her life even begin. So she was like telling her parents, if you could help me out, even if it's to get half of this money, I am happy to do that. You pay half so that at least I won't be, you know, it wouldn't be too much for me. And the parents basically told her, you are entitled. Uh, you had a better life than we did. We were able to make good things for ourselves. And now you have all the opportunity to do things for yourself. You know, you're still expecting us to pay your school fees. So 
it was just a back and forth conversation. And I sat down and I thought about these things and I'm like, in Nigeria, if you have parents who can afford to pay their children's school fees, I mean, people in Nigeria pay ridiculous amounts of school fees to send their children to very good primary school, very good uh, secondary school, and to private universities. Sometimes these parents, they don't even have much for themselves. They don't have investment. Their investment is in their children because they believe that, um, you know, these children are going to grow up to take care of us. But once these same parents cross over to the UK, it's as if they disable all that. <laughs> that just, they, they leave all that belief at the airport when they come to the UK. They think, okay, the best thing I can do for you is to have, have you know, my children here and the government can do the rest. This is causing a whole lot of damage in our community. This is why a lot of African parents, they cannot pass down wealth to their children. You see a lot of them, they are making all their investments in Africa. There was this other lady that said her mom, you know, her mom is a single mom and uh, she grew up, She the mom was under any benefits that you could think of. She was taking care of collecting everything that she could do, but she was also doing businesses. But all the money she was getting from that business, she was sending it to Africa. She was building this house. She was building that. She didn't even have time to take care of her because she was running from one, you know, job or because they you can get a job that they pay you cash so she said her mom was busy doing all these things her mom did not even care about her she said she was the one that struggled um to get an education she got student loan in fact she left the house when she was 18 and um, she was able to uh go to she just got into care at some point because even if you're 18 and you cannot take care of yourself the government is going to take care of you. She said at that point, she just got into care. This was the place that, you know, the government actually took full responsibility of her upkeep. They gave her money. They did everything. She was able to go to school. She graduated. While the mom was busy training every family member in Nigeria, you know, people are looking at her like, this woman is this, this woman is that. While her child is literally suffering in the uk when she talked to people in nigeria you know her relations her mom's uh, siblings they tell her you're very selfish you're already in the uk why are you stressing your mom we in nigeria were suffering we need the money more than uh, you need the money since your government can help you why don't you go to your government we in nigeria cannot go to our government because this is how it is and she said she was able to uh, get scholarships. She said she studied very hard, got scholarships, she wrote exams, she passed, she got into tertiary institutions, she got her degree and master's and everything that she needed. Now the mom, everybody that she took care of in Nigeria, they all abandoned her. And now the mom is expecting her to take care of her. They are saying, our parents are selfish. This is not right. This is not what we planned for. Our other friends who maybe are white from other nationals, that their parents that are doing well, they pay their school fees. They don't allow their children to get student loan. In fact, they save that, you know, when you're graduating, they give you deposit, house deposit for you to get a house and start up your life. They are always behind their other friends who are not 
um, of African descent who are not immigrants because these same parents pay their school fees. These same parents give them money to buy houses and before they get to 30 they are already established, they are fine and that is exactly what they are going to do for their own children. So I think after listening to this whole conversation I realized that we have a problem. <laughs> the question I want to ask is who do we blame? Do we blame our Nigerian or African parents in diaspora? Who believe that the best we can give you is giving birth to you in diaspora? <laughs> now the government, you can, the government can take care of you. If you want to go to school, even for PhD level, you can always get a loan to take care of yourself. As you're going to school, you should, you're supposed to be working because as long as you're 16, they send you an NI. So you, you have to start working from the age of 16. So they believe that even at, you know, going to the university, you have to take care of yourself. And then after graduation, you have to get a job to take care of yourself while you're paying your student loan. And these kids are saying, we need help. Instead of all this, your investment in Africa, invest in us. Instead of paying every other people's school fees in Nigeria, why don't you pay our school fees so that when we graduate, we don't have this problem? Why don't you save something so that you can give us a down payment for a house? Just like every other people that we know so that world's creation can continue. So the question is, who are we going to blame? Are we going to blame the African parents living in diaspora who believe that having children in diaspora, they've given them the best that they can and those back home in Africa need better help than the children here. So they believe that, okay, you go do everything, chase for yourself, get money, take care of yourself and survive. While they believe that those in Africa, because of the you know little opportunity that they have, they feel that they need to pay, you know, help them pay school fees and all that while trying to invest <laughs> in Africa. How do we solve this problem? How do we help people? Because regardless of whether um, you are a parent in Africa or you are a parent in the UK, I think the best thing that we need to start thinking about is wealth transfer. Well, not just wealth creation, but wealth transfer. I think what our African parents focus more on is not just wealth creation, but wealth um, display, you know, because it's more like, oh, I want to show people that um, I have... I have this success, amount of success. And what they do is they go to the village to put all this money. They go to the village to do all these things. I'm not saying, you know, this, these are not good investments, but if that investment is not generating any income, if you build a house and it's just sitting down there and it's not generating any income, how is that helping you and your children? How is that helping you? Especially the parents, African parents in diaspora, you're not paying your students school fees and now they are going to tertiary institution and you are happy for them to go get a loan to pay their school fees while you're building, investing in Nigeria and paying everybody school fees in Nigeria. How does that help your children? How does that help your children in the future? If your children now wake up one day and say, we don't know you, we cannot take care of you because we have problems. I hear a lot of people say, kids born in diaspora, they don't take care of their parents. Have you actually sat down to think about 
why these children are not doing so is because they are graduating already they have like fifty thousand pounds loan that they are taking they are going to be servicing on a monthly basis they are going to get a house they're going to start living their life they are also going to have children so regardless of what they are earning all this money is coming out of their accounts they have bills to pay and then these parents thinking oh i gave birth to you now you've graduated now you have to start giving me all this money and they're saying we don't have all this money you didn't make life easier for us how can we give you all this money and these two people these two generation of people they don't even understand each other because one is blaming the other and the other is blaming the other so how do we even start solving this problem how do we communicate and advise these people i don't know so i would say leave me a comment in the comment section <laughs> i'd like to know what you think i'd like to know your views i'd like to know how you think that this can be solved because if we do not think about wealth creation, not just wealth creation, but how to transfer wealth from one generation to the other, whether you're living in diaspora, whether you're living in Africa, think about these things. Don't think about, oh, I don't want to plant a tree today because I am not going to stay there to enjoy it. Your children are going to enjoy it. Your great, your great grandchildren are going to enjoy it. And it's not about, oh let me build something in the village so that when my children are visiting they're going to have a place to stay while there's no investment where they are that they can actually capitalize on if they cannot capitalize on that investment the reality is your children may not even go to your village <laughs> this new generation now they can go to the village and stay in a hotel they're not going to stay in the house that you built there so it's more like uh you just want to show people that You've become successful by building the house. How is it helping your generation? I want our African parents to actually sit down and think about these things. Before you invest, think about your children. Before you invest, think about wealth creation. Before you invest, think about wealth transfer. Think about how your grandchildren are going to benefit from all these things. Okay? <laughs> so thank you very much for watching today's episode. Bye-bye.